0: Yo, it's
1: Zach Adam Henry. Bobby Jones. Jeff Jarrett. Joe Siddle. TJ and Holy
0: Mackinac, You're
1: listening to Wind City Sports. Yo, what's good? My name is Jake Moore, and thank you for streaming or downloading this episode of the Wind City Sports podcast. Wind City Sports is Windsor's only local sports radio show and podcast. The radio show airs live every Thursday on CJM 99.1 FM at 12:30 in Windsor and Detroit. You can hear the podcast anytime, anywhere on iTunes, Spotify, wherever podcasts are found, or on WindCitySports.com. We're also part of the brand new Border City Podcast Network, a collection of Windsor's best podcasts. You can access all 140 plus episodes on the BorderCityNetwork.com, as well as all of Windsor's best podcasts on there. We also have a Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube account. We'll talk all about that at the end of the show, as we normally do. But today. It's Thursday, April 25th, 2018, and it's episode 142 of Wind City Sports. This week on Wind City Sports, I'm bringing you an interview that was actually conducted probably at least two months ago now. I've been waiting to drop this one for a long time. Uh, it's not really out of date or anything like that, which really helps me in that sense. We're talking to a former professional wrestler, now personal trainer, the trainer guy and the dad joke guy of Synergy Wellness in Windsor, Ontario, you may know him as Brad Freakin' Martin. Ladies and gentlemen, Brad Martin from Windsor, Ontario. He's a local pro wrestler for Border City Wrestling and was for uh, many years, good 10 to 15 years he spent on the mats. And all while doing so, he was uh, building his personal training career and is now uh, you know, fulfilling that, that uh, long-time uh, commitment to uh, helping people uh, better their lives, really. So we talk all about... What he's doing now in regards to his personal training uh, business, um, the ways that he likes to approach his clients, so if anyone is interested in getting a personal trainer, this is definitely a good one to listen to, to kind of get to know Brad a little bit, and uh, how he likes to train people, but of course we talk about his uh, wrestling career in extent, Um, I was just talking to, uh, actually, name dropping right now, Coach Cedric Ben, he's going to be on the show a little (laughs) bit later on, we'll get into that in a minute. But I was just telling him that I wanted to kind of focus more on his personal training career. Not, I didn't want to steer away from wrestling, but it wasn't going to be the highlight of the whole thing. But we talked about wrestling pretty much the whole time. Uh, it's a great uh, conversation with him. He's done a lot in his life. Um, obviously being a professional wrestler and being able to travel. So some very cool stories from Brad. And then following the interview, we're going to start a new segment here on Wind City Sports that will probably bi-weekly feature boxing coach from right here in Windsor, Ontario. You can hear him on episode 100 of Wind City Sports. Here's whole story. Coach Cedric Ben from Windsor Amateur Boxing Club is joining us officially as a uh, co-host, I suppose. Uh, He's going to be having his own little segment on the show, calling it coach cedric's boxing corner and uh we're going to be rounding up all of the boxing news and combat sports news mma news uh coming up in windsor Uh, he's got some cool stuff to talk about with his fighters and some other stuff that he might uh, have coming up in the near future some uh, business ideas so obviously we talk about that later on the show on the boxing corner but uh, before we get into the interview with Brad freaking Martin and you'll be able to hear why they call him that I just want to tell you about seatgiant.ca which is Canada's best third-party t- third ticket sales host uh, at seatgiant.ca There it's in all Canadian dollars unlike the competition where you load up do- uh, tickets sorry loading up tickets at an American dollar price you don't realize it and then by the time you get to the checkout it inflates to nearly double the price That never happens on seatgiant.ca because it's in all Canadian dollars. And better yet, they have local events for both here in Windsor and Detroit. Any concert, game, uh, any event of any sort, they have tickets on there. When the Spitfires are rolling, they have Spitfire tickets on there. They have Windsor Express tickets on there. Super easy and uh, effective way to buy tickets. And better yet, you can use code WINCITY for 5% off. That's all one word, W-I-N-C-I-T-Y. So go to SeatGiant.ca right now if you're in the market for some tickets. But now, let's jump over to our interview with Brad Freakin' Martin. Here we go. So on the phone right now, the trainer guy of Synergy Wellness and maybe other locations in Windsor, Border City Wrestling Superstar, and as Scott DeMora once claimed, Windsor's best kept secret, Brad Freakin' Martin. Martin, wow. <laughs> Welcome to wow, the show, wow. man.
0: Wow. What an intro. Thanks for that. <laughs> Thanks,
1: man. That was one of my best yet, actually. I got to actually got to do my research cuz I can't remember where I seen him said that say that. I think it was on Facebook or something wishing you a happy birthday and I was like, "Okay, well I'm going to run with that one."
0: Yeah, it was, it was a random. It was Facebook. It was a random comment. I think it was a happy birthday comment. i like, "Well, oh, cool."
1: Yeah. Any little uh, compliment you can get, right?
0: For sure, especially from uh, from Scott.
1: Yeah, absolutely. So, with you man, like I don't even know where to start. It's pretty unique because I've obviously have had a lot of wrestlers and I've had coaches and trainers and stuff like that, but never one that is both a wrestler and a trainer. So I uh, would start with a little background on yourself. Are you from Windsor? Just tell me about, like, growing up as a kid here, I guess.
0: Yeah, actually, so just outside Windsor, Essex, um, Essex McGregor County area. So I lived on a farm. I have two sisters, grew up on a farm, and uh, went to school in the area. Um, you know, I, I, I started wrestling first, um, and that was just kind of, uh, I think it was around two thousand. Year 2000, I went to a show in Essex at the gym, high school gym. It was an OWA show. And at that show, I met, uh, I just kind of hung out. Me and my buddy, we hung out and met a guy from Essex by the name of Chris Valentino. Border City Wrestling uh, fans will know that name.
1: Yeah, for sure.
0: <laughs> and uh, so Valentino, the legend himself, uh, told us about this show coming down to the Windsor Riverfront Windsor River in July that year. And so we're like, oh, sweet, let's go check it out. Never heard of Motor City Wrestling. Don't know what it's about, but we'll go see it. We like wrestling. So we, uh, we went to the show. Um, it's a great show. I think Arnie Anderson's on the show. Oh, yeah. uh, uh, Rhino's on the show. Sabu's on the show. You know, anyways, this was, yeah, 2000, so 19 years now. And uh, after the show, we just kind of hung around and asked if we could help out with the ring. Chuck Fader was uh, the ring crew uh, general there, and we started helping out with the shows before and after the shows. And then I uh, did that for a little while, and then I started uh, started getting into the training side of things.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So that was that was my f- official training started.
1: Cool. I mean, I remember that show too back at uh, Wrestle Fest at the Riverfront they used to do every year. Tharn Anderson yeah. and uh, I figured you know you were at least one of two things, probably both of these things. Obviously, a wrestling fan and like a sports guy. You know, training, maybe working out and stuff like that. Both.
0: Both, but I was always a fat kid growing up like the working <laughs> out thing I did in high school and uh you know like I grew up a fat kid I still am kind of a fat kid <laughs> I'll always be a fat kid at heart um I grew up I grew up you know heavier so I tried to work out I didn't really know what I was doing so I'd never I never had a great uh build or athletic physique but I did I did enjoy playing sports played baseball I played hockey I played uh football and then I got into wrestling and uh you know, each one has been different. I've enjoyed oh, each sure. one, uh, but actually, yeah the, uh, the the first the first thinking back now the first show was the the Riverfront show with John Anderson, and then we did a week later. We did uh, I think it was Lasalle Raceway with George the Animal Steel.
1: That sounds about you right. Know that yeah. one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, uh, and I know I have like, the poster for that.
0: Yeah, yeah. I, I actually have a lot of posters. Side note, but um, it was fun because it was like in two weeks we did this you know i helped out with this one show with all these awesome wrestling guys were on it and then a week later like george animal steel's here and i got to you know work the security kind of thing so it was a great little uh i guess start to the whole ring crew backstage Hmm. getting into the business kind of kind of thing
1: yeah and that was probably cool for you because like you said you didn't really know of border city wrestling and they were bringing in all those big names like arn anderson and george animal steel and stuff
0: Actually, and then you, uh, once I started wrestling, working shows, like you, you only appreciate what Border City Wrestling did even more because when I, you know, when I was exposed to it as a fan and then on the wing crew, it was like you see these big names coming in month after month after month, and then you go to other shows as a worker and you just realize, like, you know, how how big Border City was to bring in these guys month after month after month, and you go to the other shows and other places that have, you know, Maybe I'm the main event on the card for crying out loud like <laughs> that's a, you know, quite a stark contrast. So it was cool. Definitely uh, awesome to, to to see how like Border City, you know, runs their shows in Windsor.
1: Yeah, no what, doubt. what
0: what Windsor has special.
1: To kinda you know, allude to what you were saying, there's always a lot of praise of B C W here with the guys and I want to see what you would have said basically what you already said about the crowds and just the prestige of the the uh, promotion itself.
0: Yeah, it, it's it's top notch. I mean, it's you know, um, the, just from the the preparation, the the production, um, the the effort the guys put into the shows, the the the, uh, the love from the fans. It's just like it's crazy. It, it's 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 a big time thing in Windsor for sure.
1: Oh yeah, always loved it and always will. Yeah, absolutely. So. What's uh kind of get this out of the way. We're going to bounce around a little bit. Obviously, I want to talk about the personal training stuff and more wrestling stuff cuz you've done quite a lot in the last, you know, like I said, 19 years. Um but right now, what's kind of your stance on wrestling? Uh seems like you were, you know, pretty consistently with Border City Wrestling around the 2015-16 and then didn't wrestle for a little bit, but we seen you pop up at the 25th anniversary show. Was that just like kind yeah. of a one-off or what's uh what's your stance on wrestling right now?
0: Yeah, that, that, that was definitely a one-off, uh, last-minute, random kind of thing. Um, I, I would I would say that I'm, you know, officially, uh, quote-unquote, retired from wrestling. Um, 2015, I want to say, was probably the last time I was... Um, I, I You know, I, 2004, I started. I'd gone through the years traveling and stuff. I ended up going to Japan in 2009. I loved it. I was there for three months. Uh, came back, and pers- I don't know what it was, but I just kind of... just kind of faded away for me uh with me for a little bit you know and Mm -hmm. nothing against like anybody personally I just I kind of just stopped doing the traveling weekend stuff and I just kind of stuck with the Windsor shows and so then that you know turned into a four times a year kind of thing and then, uh, then I just realized like I'm just taking up spots for other guys that you know could be on these shows so I just basically stopped stopped coming to the shows um and uh, and then this this last 25th anniversary one, I was I mean I was appreciative of being a part of it. I just randomly happened to like something on Facebook that Jeff, uh, you know Jeffrey Scott posted. He messaged me he said, "Hey, we got an open spot uh, if you want it." And I said, "Well, I don't have any gear, <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> but,
0: uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, sure, I'll, I'll take it. It'll be fun. It was the Dutch Valley Memorial uh, Battle Royal. That I got to be in and." I was actually, I was I was just starting on the ring crew when Doug passed away, like, a few months after I started. So, like, I did get a chance to know him and meet him and do a couple shows of him. So I felt like, you know what, that'd be pretty cool to do. So I got the spot this uh, this past anniversary show, and it was just a lot of fun to just kind of come back into it and see the guys and, and really just kind of go out there and just do the thing one more time and, you know, run a little spot and then get out and have some fun afterwards. you
1: know? Yeah, absolutely, man. I mean, when it's all said and done, like, you can't take away anything that you did in wrestling, right? So why not just keep it to, like, the Border City realm? That's what I kind of figured you were doing around 2015, like, looking at your match history and stuff. It slimmed down to BCW, and there's nothing wrong with that. Why not stay at home? I'm sure by then you were growing a family and stuff too, right?
0: Yeah, like, uh, 2015 when I had my, my first child. So, you know, I got with work, I got the kid, um, I got two more after that. So it was just, you know, just life kind of came up, and... uh Again I didn't want to just show up to the Windsor shows and take the spots for the guys that were actually trying to work every weekend and get somewhere with it. So I would I would go into the uh the re wrestling school every once in a while and just kinda of get a workout in and roll around and yeah. Scott would have asked me, Do you want me to do the show? Do you want me to do the show? So I said yes to the shows and, you know, like I said, eventually I kinda of just said, Yeah, you know what? Other guys can take the spots for me.
1: Yeah. that's very respectful and obviously like something to do too, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, and you mentioned going to Japan. I wanted to talk about that in 2009, uh, All Japan Pro Wrestling. I, did, I wasn't sure if you were there for a, three, or a full three months or if you did a couple trips. Just what was it like, you know, just going to Japan, let alone wrestling? I loved it, man. I, it was
0: something that. So, when I first started wrestling, it wasn't even to be, you know, a WWE guy, it wasn't anything like that. I didn't even think that was probably possible. Mm-hmm. I just wanted to wrestle uh, like full time. That was kind of my goal. And I got to live that in Japan. So, Japan obviously is a destination for people that want to go and learn the craft. And I got to go. Um, I stayed there for the full three months. I was touring with them. I was a young boy in the dojo, um, so I got to learn how they lived. I got to see how they trained. And then we did our we did two weeks out of the month. We would tour around the country and uh, have a show. You know, it's like a show every day kind of thing, or five shows in seven days, something like that. And it was awesome. It was, that was the life that I wanted to live. So, and then Japan, this country itself, and the people, is like, just amazing over there. The culture and the food and the way they live, I just, I loved every minute of it.
1: That's cool. I mean, for a guy that, like, I travel a little bit and I want to start doing more, Japan's kind of on the list of places I'd like to hit eventually. It's just yeah. unique, you know?
0: Yeah, get out there if you can. It's a long flight, but um, it's, it's definitely worth it. It was it was awesome. Actually I went back with my wife for a honeymoon too. So no way. I, I said we got I want you to go check this out
1: and experience it. So That's it, was, very uh, interesting. it was awesome. I'd like to go back again eventually, but And I will say too, my wife, God bless her, uh, sweetheart, I we went to a New Japan show while
0: we were there. <laughs> <laughs> I said, I want to go to Cork and Hall again and watch a show and she was graceful enough to uh or nice enough to say, Alright, fine, we'll spend <laughs> a few hours of our
1: honeymoon. Yeah, we'll on your honeymoon. Actually. yeah <laughs> That's awesome, um, but you kind of alluded to another question of mine because I I see like obviously you were heavy in wrestling between like 2004 and 10 ish area, and then yeah. then it kind of dropped down to BCW. So I was going to ask if like you know wrestling want if you wanted wrestling to be your full time job, even like you had alluded to maybe not the WWE, but who cares, right? Like anything you can do in wrestling.
0: Yeah, yeah, no, I I did. That was my plan. Um, I just never I never really did. I you know. I, I, I never really, now whether this is just me not being, uh, attractive enough as a wrestler, <laughs> you know, um, not having a, a gimmick or not being, um, entertaining enough, whatever it was, I just, I never really got so busy that I was just always, always on the road living full time like I wanted to. Um, I never really got out of the, uh, the Midwest area other than, like I said, Japan, but. Just never really, it never really took off, and so you know, it was about 2015, or whatever, that I had my first. It was, it was 2015 I had my first kid, and then uh, it was, you know, 10 years in, or so, I was like, yeah, I'm probably not getting anywhere with this, so it's
1: time to put on the back burner. But mm-hmm. again, just anything yeah. you can do in wrestling, to me, I mean, why not? Why wouldn't you want to do it? Right? Um, let's talk a little bit about gimmicks, though, as you had mentioned um back at the 25th anniversary around then i had el reverso phil atlas and Ada prince come on the show and we were just kind of shooting the breeze about bcw and um uh reverso had alluded to a story about how the brad freaking martin nickname kind of came to be and gave credit to crimson do you want to tell that story or is it, <laughs> is it anything or
0: yeah yeah for sure that's uh that's funny it came up yeah no 100 percent credit goes to uh Crimson, or at the time he was named C K three Conrad Kennedy the third. Um that was uh so that would have been that was two thousand four and that was in Indiana, we were doing IWA Mid South and I traveled with him to the show. I'd never been i never worked for IWA Mid South before and so we were working together against each other. And so he comes out and uh you know, you've been you've been around enough, you know what the C K three gimmick was and how he was on the mic. Yeah. And he was, you know, he did his whole beginning intro of himself and how great he was. And then he says on the mic in the crowd, you know, to the crowd, he's like, you know, but I have to apologize uh, to you guys tonight because tonight you have to see me wrestle Brad Martin. And of course, you know, it was crickets. It was quiet. <laughs> you know, but nobody knew who, even if they knew who it was, they probably wouldn't get a reaction anyways, but <laughs> nobody knew who it was. So there was no reaction. And he's like, yeah, that's right. Brad Martin. Not speedy Brad Martin not lightning-quick Brad Martin, not powerful Brad Martin. It's just Brad freaking Martin. And then and then that's that's what he said. He did carry on with the, with the uh, promo. And then I did my entrance, and I'm, you know, slapped the hands and shaking the – slap the baby, give a kiss to the babies and slap, <laughs> Oh, my God, I'm butchering this. We know you know what about. I'm trying to say. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, that's why, I'm, that's why I'm not a good promo guy. <laughs> Anyways, uh, so, I, so, I, so I get in the ring, and uh, they do the announcing, you know, um, Japanese-style where. You get in the ring, and they announce the one corner, and then they announce the other corner. So when he got to my name, he said in this corner, you know, Brad freaking Martin. So I think his name is Quasi, was Quasi. Quasi was the guy that was doing the ring announcing. So he actually, like, he heard the promo CK3 set, and then just on the fly announced me as Brad freaking Martin. And uh, it just kind of uh, came on from there. So that's how it started. I didn't really ever, to be honest, I never really liked it. <laughs> I never really, I don't know, it just kind of sounded
1: like just brad freaking martin it was i don't know because then people would say it's brad freaking martin
0: or it's brad you know f and martin like yeah so it was kind of weird but it it did stick and uh apparently i i heard through the grapevine that the gimmick made it to wwf or wwe with one of their guys who did that uh name but anyways
1: hey claim the yeah. fame right <laughs> what's that yeah
0: did you hear
1: that I don't know. Yeah, yeah, Reverso also had alluded to that <laughs> yeah. in the okay. in the interview. Um yeah. that's funny though cuz it did stick and I'm pretty sure if I'm not mistaken, I don't know if they always did it, but even Sonny Borelli even introduced you as uh, Brad Freakin Martin at the 25th anniversary show. And I was like they yeah. actually did it in the intro and everything. Wow. Yeah. That's yeah, funny. probably. I don't know, that was that was the
0: only gimmick I had.
1: It was so. just freaking <laughs> you. Let's
0: run with
1: it. That's all I got. <laughs> that's awesome. Well let's talk about personal training then. When did you kinda of get into that? Like uh you get your CanFit Pro, what's the story there?
0: Yeah, yeah, two thousand six I uh actually, no, two thousand four anyways. I, I I was in university, I went to school, I was gonna be an accountant. I did a year oh. of that, I didn't really care about it. I was starting wrestling at the time, I realized I don't want to be an accountant anymore. And then I ended up getting myself certified in personal training. Um, you mentioned the, the the company name that I got certified with it was nothing it's kind of embarrassing to be honest with you because it's literally a weekend certification all yeah. it was was a piece of paper saying I passed the bare minimum yeah. <laughs> of, of being able to train other people so I got that certification but then I got my first job and once I got the first job a lot of the personal training stuff is just continuing education you know like a a piece of paper certification is a great baseline but stuff changes there's so much stuff that comes out you got to kind of stay current with it so um i started working in 2006 i was at a small personal training studio just kind of one-on-one here in, in, in windsor um then they went under i went to i did the uh the good big box the i don't see the name i went to the big box brand gym for a little while didn't like that i went to another place and then the place that i was at was getting bought by the the big name brand gym and uh, i did not want to work for them anymore so i started my own business and uh, that's where i'm at now uh 20 2014 so in october it'll be five years me being on my own as a business
1: well uh, i didn't realize that you were so you're owner part owner of synergy or what no uh... yeah so
0: to clarify i run yeah. my own business under the synergy wellness and performance uh gym gotcha so on you know I have the uniform but on paper I'm a little bit different. Mm-hmm. Just cuz I start I started differently. I wasn't under Synergy when Synergy started, but mm-hmm. I am now.
1: And is that yeah. the that's the Brad Martin experience?
0: That's the Brad Martin experience. Yeah. <laughs> I did my I had
1: to do my research, man. I had to. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's uh,
0: I'm in the middle of uh I'm in the middle of a quote-unquote branding uh project right now. Um, I I, I want to kind of attack so like with personal training, it's a lot of the same stuff you see from people like it's either these big, you know, jacked-up muscle heads who are just grind 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 or there's, you know, the other side of it where it's like, "Oh, everything is great and no matter what you do, you know, you'll be okay." And so I kind of want to like get away from generic stuff. I've done enough generic stuff in my life with my wrestling. <laughs> I don't want to I don't want to be generic anymore, you know. So anyways, so this bad experience, you know, I, I, tr- I can do a little, little bit of training, a little bit of nutrition. I got some bad jokes and I can do some air guitar, you know, so that's kind of what I'm, uh, that's kind of what the experience is about. And when my clients come to the gym, um, I try to incorporate all of that into their workouts because I want them to work hard. I want them to, to show up and be consistent, but I also realize that, you know, you got to have a little fun with what you do yeah. and um, nothing can be taken too seriously because just, I don't think life should be like that all the time.
1: Yeah, absolutely, man. That's that's very true. It's uh, it's kind of a psychology kind of thing too, you know, with the personal training. So you have to huge, yeah, bring in that huge. that uh, you know, fun aspect to it too, to you know, convince the person.
0: Everybody knows what we should like, what we should and shouldn't do. We all know what we should eat. We all know what we shouldn't eat. You know, we all know what we should get up and, and move and try to be strong and move well. But yeah, you're right. The psychology of it. For some reason, we don't always want to. We don't always make ourselves so. I try to uh, I try to get people in, get them to focus on being consistent first of all with the habits and the practices, and then you can focus on your your you know your end result to show up and to show up. I I want it to be friendly, fun, welcoming, and then uh, you know still work hard.
1: Yeah, absolutely, and everyone's different too, right? So I'm sure you're dealing with so many different types of people, different bodies and stuff like that.
0: Absolutely, absolutely. I have my youngest. My youngest is 18 right now, and my oldest guy is 67. And there's, you know, knee problems, back problems, shoulder problems, overweight, underweight. You know, these conditions, those conditions. Everybody has. Everybody's coming at you from a certain, uh, you know, background. Obviously, we're all different. And so you got to be able to, to deal with all these people and give them all the outcome they want, as safe and as efficiently as possible.
1: That's the goal, right?
0: That's the goal. So that's what I try to work towards, Yeah.
1: Absolutely man. So like obviously to do this kind of thing like I can see the passion in you and but you have to have a passion to be able to do it a full-time job. What really like satisfies you about the job is it like seeing success stories or is it just like day to day having these people in the gym and kind of kind of having fun with them too?
0: Yeah, what what satisfies me is um when when I'm with someone and I'm coaching them on on something on some sort of behavior and they have struggle with that behavior. And then for some reason we can just over time and practice, we just get something dialed in and they, that becomes a consistent, uh, consistent part of their day. So like, I guess what I'm saying is what I get excited about is when people can come to me and say, I, I can, I am, I've mastered eating five servings of vegetables every single meal. That's a part of my day now. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like losing 20 pounds in, four months or three months is is fantastic but i like i get excited about the, the, the process of, of them getting there hey hit ten thousand steps a day every day for the last you know six months fantastic that's awesome that's what i like to hear
1: you had mentioned before you had incorporated everything into your program so if even if they have one thing uh consistently going i'm sure that's part of what you're saying right
0: yeah like uh, you know everybody has their their end you know, if I say, what's your goal? Usually it's a goal that I want to get this done, right? But I like the, like, what's the process? What's the behavior goal? Yeah. You know, if the goal is to lose 20 pounds, okay, well, how are you going to do that? When someone says, well, I should eat more vegetables, I should eat vegetables at every meal. I'm eating now, I'm eating none. And, you know, months down the line, they're eating every, they're eating vegetables every meal three times a day. And it's just easy for them now. Like, that's what I get excited about because that is the stuff that's going to be with them. Once they can lock down those behaviors, that's going to be with them forever. So they're always going to be healthy. They're always going to be eating you yeah. know, healthy. They're always going to be focusing on activity and moving. And whether they're with me for six months or six years, I know that they're going to be okay if they keep those, those, those day-to-day habits up.
1: I got you. It's not about, you know, oh, I set a PR today or something. It's about bettering yourself and, you know, doing the work to get there.
0: Yeah, yeah. Like, the PRs are exciting, but I get excited about how you got to the PR. Exactly.
1: Yeah. That's awesome, dude. And, you know, like, as we talked about throughout this whole conversation, we know you're from BCW. Obviously, you've moved on from wrestling, and now you're doing the personal training full-time. If someone wanted to train with Brad freaking Martin, how do they reach out and get involved with the uh, Brad Martin experience?
0: Uh, I'm on Facebook, uh, Brad Martin Trainer Guy. Uh, Instagram at Fit Coach Brad, or the website TrainWithBrad.com. I know it's not all the same. I'm all over the place with my names and stuff, but TrainWithBrad.com or Instagram at Fit Coach Brad would, would probably be the best ways to go.
1: That's exactly how I found you. So there you go. <laughs> it works. Thanks so much, man, for taking the time to do this. It's been great.
0: I appreciate I appreciate it a lot, a lot. Thank you.
1: And there we have it, Windsor's best-kept secret, Brad Freakin' Martin, the trainer guy of uh, Synergy Wellness with him and all of his dad jokes. Check him out on Instagram, at FitCoachBrad, and check him out at Synergy Wellness if you're in the market looking for a new personal trainer. He has some, some awesome wrestling stories also, of course, so I'm sure all your wrestling fans enjoyed that. And what a guy bringing his wife to a new Japan Pro Wrestling show on their honeymoon. Uh, you know who would do that i'm sure a lot of wrestling fans listen to that uh interview so thank you again to brad for taking the time to do that and uh looking forward to uh you know continuing to follow his career maybe he'll pop up in bcw again for fun as mentioned he was there at the 25th anniversary show or maybe he'll be one of windsor's most successful trainers of all time who knows but now we're going to get into our next part of the show normally right now we take the time to break down some local sports news but we're going to send it over to our first edition of The Boxing Corner with Coach Cedric Ben. All right, we're here at Refined Fitness Studios, a nice place actually, for our first edition of The Boxing Corner with Cedric Ben. Obviously a renowned boxing coach in Windsor. He's been on the show multiple times. What's on your mind tonight? Obviously uh, you're a boxing coach here in Windsor. What's going on at Windsor Amateur Boxing right now? I know we have a lot coming up with with Mm -hmm. the younger kids, right?
2: Yep, yep, yep. Um, next week we have the uh, most important tournament of the year, the Canadian National Championships. This year will be in, uh, in BC on the island, Victoria Island. Is that what it's called? Yeah. I should know this, but, um, yeah. Vancouver, Victoria, Vancouver, Vancouver. Island. Um, I haven't been out there, but apparently it's very nice. Um, but we're not going there for a vacation, it's more of a business trip. Um, Kioma is going to defend his title from last year. Um, he has a little bit tougher this year. A few more people in his division, but um, you know he's ready. Um, and his uh, younger sister Marie is going for her first time, and it has really made improvements uh, in the past couple of months—not just months, but since last year. You know, obviously she got a little bit inspired by seeing her brother win last year, and uh, so she's been focused since then very happy with their progress and uh, very 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 confident in both of their chances of uh coming back to Windsor with uh, with the gold medal
1: is this like a big challenge for them is this like maybe the one of their first times being at this stage or like well obviously um one's a defending champion but yeah I,
2: yeah well um yeah yes yes it is this is you know this is the biggest stage of of the year for these guys um and the way to help you know mentally to, to to get over those nerves of because uh, there's nothing you could do about it but the way to to that i try to help that i encourage the boxers or any athlete getting into a, a big event is just remind yourself of, of all the preparation that you've done to get to this moment
1: mm-hmm. especially for yeah. them it's like a year <laughs> it's exactly. preparation it's a lot of preparation exactly, so exactly. this is going to be like the 27th weekend obviously a week from now how long are you guys out there for we're there for a week. The oh, wow. show, yeah, yeah, yeah. We are leaving. Well, there. you got to get settled into, you know, the, the yeah, little yeah. bit of a time change. You're flying out there, I'm sure. Oh, even if wow. you're fucking driving. I forgot about the time change. There's only it's a three hour time change. Time, time change there, I believe. Wow, so, I didn't even think. You about know, that. you got to get used to that. And then, are you guys got some facilities to kind of train at? Like, kind of. Well, they don't. They it, don't
2: uh, for national. It's not. We're staying in a hotel. Usually, we just find some. You know spare room or some spot you know wherever in, in a corner it's not uh having it we don't need a specific boxing gym mm-hmm. two, yeah, uh, yeah. to do just to warm up and do a little bit of
1: no no up. but like even on days that they're not competing or whatever it's just yeah. like going to gym stretch yeah. out whatever exactly even at the hotel like you're saying yes. just, uh, the gym. yeah like yeah, yeah
2: use the gym just uh maybe just a 10 minute skip or a 10 minute run just to get the heart rate up then a little bit of pad work like technical yeah. pad work yeah and then, um, just some mobility stretches just from, uh, you know, yeah. sleeping in hotels, you know, the body feels different cause you're not, it's not used to sleeping in your own bed. So exactly. And that's then what the, I'm getting the, at. And the time difference, I, I forgot all about that. You just reminded me of that. So yeah. Oh, you'll get,
1: I think you'll get used to it quick. Three hours isn't too bad. But so, that's what I'm looking at is like, this is not only, um, like you're traveling for this event. Like mm-hmm. there's a lot to weigh in in yeah. regards to f- focusing.
2: Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. So yeah, so it starts um, starts officially from Wednesday to to the gold medal matches would be on Saturday and Sunday. So you got the potential of competing, you know, at least three or four times to win, depending how many people are in your division. If it's an odd number, then you get a buy and uh and then so you might skip a day but still you' still gonna yeah. have it tough
1: and at this point do you guys know how many people are in a division any opponents or anything like that or do you find out like when do you find out
2: um we'll know the opponents they, they'll do the official draw after everyone weighs in on the Tuesday morning I believe on the Tuesday morning when everyone weighs in then they'll do the uh, we know how many people are in, in each weight class into like each in their divisions kioma has four I believe um marie only has one competitor from nova scotia and uh she i know i don't know who the competitor is but i know she must be good because a lot of you know you you know the research that you do is sometimes the reputation of the gym or the coach and uh her competitor her coach is wayne gordon who was a former canadian olympian himself back in the day so i know he knows what he's doing his fighters are always prepared and uh and so she's gonna have it tough same thing with Kioma. um the two toughest provinces are, are Ontario and Quebec um for the most part, but there's always some you know tough boys from out west, no for sure yeah uh, uh, um so uh yeah man should be should be should be very interesting, man, but like I said, they prepared as far as the stage they you know they Kielma was here last year, but even you know as far as the preparation, you know, we go over to Detroit all the time and get a lot of tough sparring over there, so you know they're 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 ready, they're ready, yeah.
1: I think all those Alberta guys were on Rough and Rowdy last night at <laughs> little Sports. Like, um, shit, and I forget what I was gonna say. But yeah, some uh, local Windsor boxers. So obviously, wanted to keep up what's going on with them. And I think we have some returning boxers as yes, well. Yes,
2: yes, yes. Um, Justin Hako. Uh, My um, name sounds familiar. I don't know him, but he's from uh, I don't know what high school he went to. He lived in uh, Tecumseh. Um, he is a former three-time Canadian national champion. Uh, moved out west and turned pro. Still undefeated, I believe he only has one draw. He's like three zero and one. Took a little bit of time off to focus on his family. Has a beautiful boy named Logan. Looks like he's gonna be a next next world champion growing <laughs> up. And uh, yeah, he's back in the gym looking to come back and make a make a comeback in uh, July or August. So uh, so look for uh, look for Justin Hocko yeah. back in the ring soon. Hopefully um. You know, I don't want to jinx myself by making it public, but I'm working on a few things to to, to start. Uh, you know, my own little pro pro boxing promotion thing mm-hmm. in in this area. So hopefully, it'll be. Uh, well, this is the first time here. Yeah, too. yeah, yeah. Cool. exclusive, exclusive. <laughs> yeah, you heard it here first. Exactly, exactly. So um, hopefully, I can get that done uh, soon. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that'd be that cool. that'd, be, that'd be great. Yeah,
1: no, that'd be perfect. Even Ontario, exactly. Like exactly. Michigan, that'd be. Yeah, we so don't have nothing like that.
2: Nothing. I mean, the the clo- in Toronto, there's a few a few uh pro promotions but um they're far and few and you know the 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 quality is not not all there um you know windsor is is a great spot plus we have a lot of you know the detroits right there right across the border so i really think it's something that um that could be successful so
1: looking forward to putting it on yeah, that'd be awesome, man. <laughs> that's like I said, that's the first time hearing about that. So that's cool. Is there anything else you had here?
2: Um yes, actually a local show next uh even oh, no, yeah, yeah. next week, in two weeks, May fourth in Amherstburg. Um Joe Leblanc and the Fighting Island Boxing Club are putting on a, a boxing show. Um that is Saturday, May fourth. I believe the show starts at the uh, six six or seven, one of them. But um there's a bar there, so make sure you come early start drinking. <laughs> so it doesn't matter. Show up at 6, start drinking, and the uh, fight start at 7. Um, I believe the main events will be um, um, Nate DiPasquale from Fighting Island versus uh, our guy, Hunter Lee, three-time national champion. Um, so that will be the main event May 4th in Amherstburg. Make sure you guys come and uh, check it out.
1: All right, there we have it. I think that's our first... Uh combat boxing corner cedric ben thanks man nice cool and there it is the first edition of the boxing corner with cedric ben you can catch cedric on instagram and twitter at cedric sports now we're going to take a little bit of time and break down a little bit of local sports news and upcoming events just get you caught up with what happening what happened and what is happening this upcoming week and weekend the Windsor Clippers lacrosse team is back. Kicked things off last Thursday with a close 11-9 loss to the Six Nations Rebels. From there, they played on Saturday where they battled the Owen Sound North Stars to a 6-6 to tie. Uh, as I'm speaking now, Tuesday night they played the Red Devils, but by the time it comes out, uh, that game will be finished with. So I don't have results from their game on Tuesday night against uh, the Wallaceburg Red Devils. It was an away game, but they do play this Saturday against Guelph at Force Glade Arena at 7 p.m. That's Saturday at Forest Glade Arena. The Windsor Rogues rugby club season is set to kick off in a few weeks, but first they have the Rose City International Tournament going down next weekend, May 4th and 5th, at AKO Park here in Windsor with teams from Ontario, Michigan, and beyond. We're going to have Josh DeSantis back on the show next week to quickly tell us about the tournament and the new... and uh many changes that have uh, been held to the tournament this year it's their biggest event yet and finally one piece of news again for our boxing corner mma section we do have another pro mma event coming to windsor soon in prospect fighting championships on uh, june 15th actually at the st Dennis center here at the university of windsor prospect fighting championships 10 on june 15th we'll have more Info on that as it approaches and we even have some representatives from the organization on the show but it looks like that's going to be all this week on Wind City Sports my name is Drake Demore, and we're here every Thursday with new episodes of the Wind City Sports podcast on iTunes Spotify wherever podcasts are found and on windcitysports.com and the brand new border city podcast network the radio show Wind City Sports airs every Thursday live at 1230 on C Jam 99.1 FM in Windsor and Detroit you can catch us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube. So give us a follow, subscribe, like, whatever it may be. Simply search up Wind City Sports, Wind City, all one word, space sports. And you'll easily be able to find us. You can follow me at Drake Demore on Twitter and Instagram. And we'll be back here next week with a brand new episode of the Wind City Sports Podcast. So until then, smell you later.